This is the Evolved Marriage Podcast, episode 13. Today we're talking about boundaries. Hi, this is Kate. And this is Eric. And this is the Evolved Marriage Podcast. Where we have fun with growth and connection. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's go. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> wow, that energy. <laughs> I, I, was, I thought I'd try something new. I didn't like it. Rewind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's going out. Still late. <laughs> How are you feeling, Kate? I am feeling relaxed. I'm feeling like I just had a really nice day and I feel relaxed. I feel calm. I love it. How are you feeling? I I don't know if amaze balls is a feeling, but I feel amaze balls. Like I feel Please like define. Oh, summer's here. I'm out doing stuff. It's still spring. My yeah, I know, but like it yeah, feels yeah, like summer. Yeah. Like the heat feels like summer. It does. Ah, oh, oh, my clothes are tight that I'm wearing. I don't know if it's a good thing, but ah, I feel good. <laughs> I feel amaze balls. I'm. I let's just you know we'll look we'll it up. It's a it thing. In, it's probably in the urban dictionary. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> yeah, something to do with space or like really. No, it probably stuff. has to do with exactly what you just said. <laughs> All right. Speaking of boundaries. Yeah, <laughs> we set some hard boundaries for this podcast. Yeah, like let's not invent words or say hey, hey, hey. <laughs> right, exactly. So today we're we're diving deeper into boundaries. Um, I think people like throw this word around a lot, right? I think a lot of times, at least for me in the past, I use boundaries as a way to explain how I was trying to get somebody to stop doing something. <laughs> right, that was yeah. that's common. Right, oh, I gotta, I gotta set some boundaries around this thing. Yeah. Right? I got to get them to stop doing stuff. Yeah. We're going to clear that up today. Yeah. Let's, let's clarify that because I think I've, now that you've mentioned that, I'm like, dang, is that how I set boundaries? <laughs> like right now? Maybe, maybe. Oh, geez. Yeah. So typically, you know, in, in a marriage and how boundaries play in a marriage. So a lot of couples who don't have, you know, healthy boundaries within their marriage or d- doesn't have, you know, that we don't have boundaries for ourselves as individuals it could lead to the marriage being really unclear, disconnected, right? A lack of safety and security, Mm -hmm. right? Because if somebody doesn't have those clear boundaries, it's very hard to count on someone and know, you know, where they stand on some of these things that are really important to us. We really want uh, to help couples get to a place where they have clear boundaries, not only for themselves as individual, right? As Mm -hmm. two healthy individuals, we have our own boundaries. You can't have boundaries. I have boundaries, but also that we within our marriage make agreements, right, to create boundaries for our marriage to protect it, right, our marriage from outside things. Right. We want to protect our unit, our two people, our bubble um, from outside influences. Yeah, exactly. So let us start with the mistakes. Yeah. First, first common mistake. You don't have boundaries, right? right? There's no boundaries in the marriage. People do whatever they want. That is a big mistake. It's total chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You do what you want to do. The other person feels how they want to feel. I can't count on you. I don't know where you stand. Sometimes you say things. Sometimes you don't. Most of the time you say nothing. Sometimes you follow through. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. It can get complicated. It can get real dirty. Yeah, absolutely. And I think oftentimes people fear, you know, putting boundaries in because it feels constricting, right? It feels really tight. Like, oh no, it's going to prevent us from doing things and I'm going to have to follow through on this. And, you know, it feels like a lot of work, right? It feels Mm -hmm. exhausting to think Mm -hmm. about having boundaries. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that's a big reason why people don't typically in a marriage set boundaries. Right. Um, And then another mistake people often make is they will set boundaries, 
but they're inconsistent with them or um, they don't follow through on them or they're unclear. They're unclear. So they'll say, as I kind of said at the beginning, um, I'll do this and then they don't. And then it really plays into your trust in your marriage. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think the single, you know, biggest thing that impacts security is when somebody is consistently saying they're going to do something and they don't follow through with it. Right. right? So this is an example of somebody setting those boundaries, not only for themselves as an individual, but really making an agreement for a boundary around your marriage. And then that person is not following through on that agreement. Exactly. Right. Which can be really detrimental to the trust and the security in a marriage. Right. And then lastly, uh, another common mistake that we see in marriages is um, the difficulty with agreeing and um, like Eric said, following through with the boundaries that you set for your marriage, for your unit. Yeah. And when we say this, you know, when you set boundaries for your marriage, uh, we're not talking about, you know, individual boundaries within our marriage, Mm -hmm. right? We're talking about as a couple, we make an agreement to set a boundary to protect our marriage from outside things, Mm -hmm. right? This could be all kinds of reasons, right? Neighbors, in-laws, different activities, again, could create dysfunction because of that breach of trust. Exactly. So what do we want people to move towards? What do we want them to do instead? We want them to set clear, specific, (laughs) clear and specific, simple boundaries for themselves for the marriage. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very important to set those boundaries for yourself or for your marriage unit. And when you're setting those, make sure that they're clear, they're very specific, that when I'm expressing that boundary to my spouse or to somebody outside the marriage, that they're understanding and it's very clear to them what my expectation of them is in that moment. Yeah, and so I guess before we jump into that, I mean, as you're as you're talking, I'm thinking about what is preventing people from consistently following through on some of these boundaries they're setting? I think honestly, it goes back to the fear for me personally. It's the fear of how their boundary is going to affect the other person. If I say this, how is the other person going to either perceive me or how is the other person going to feel? If I put my foot down and say, I will not accept that. And if you keep doing that, I will stop. I'm afraid of what the other person is going to think, you know, are they going to think, Oh dang, she's a B or am I going to feel bad for saying that? Yeah. And I think, you know, as you're saying this, I think you're hitting on a really important point, which is oftentimes what happens when somebody is trying to set a boundary, right? Especially in a marriage, Mm -hmm. right? So I want to set a boundary around maybe behavior that you have or vice versa, right? You were setting boundaries around when I used to drink, Right. right? So you would say, well, when Eric gets to his second beer, I'm going to go to bed. Right. Because that Mm. means that maybe Eric's going to be up all night and I'm not going to sit around here and kind of be around Eric if he's just going to drink all night. Right. So I might have one beer. You'll have a glass of wine. And then a second one, you're like, yeah, I'm ready for bed. And I'm like, I'll have another beer. You're like, peace. I'm out. Good night. Right. That's a boundary that you had set in those moments. And Mm -hmm. and I think oftentimes, you know, what's preventing us from setting those boundaries in a healthy way is exactly what you're saying is we don't want to be perceived as bad. Right. Right. Or not on the same team. And so instead, what typically happens is we seek agreement, Mm -hmm. right? We want the other person to agree on the boundary we set. Yes. And so instead of setting it in advance and saying, I'm going to stick with this no matter what, it's almost like we're asking permission. Exactly. 
can you just like not drink two beers tonight? Like, can we like just you have one beer and I have one glass of wine and then we go to bed instead of being clear on your boundary and saying, when you open a second beer, I will be going to bed. Or if you open a second beer, I will go to bed. Yeah. And explaining in a healthy way, like, hey, you know, this is not something I want to be privy to. And I would just like to have one drink. And I, f- I feel like usually, you know, you could have six, seven beers a night and it's not really something I want to be around. So just a heads up, you know, when you do get to your second beer, I'm just going to, you know, peace for the night. Right. And not doing it in a threat, threatening way, not doing it in a, you know, shame on you for doing that. You don't want to shame the other person. But if this is something that makes you personally feel uncomfortable or this is something that doesn't speak to your values, it's okay to remind your spouse of that. Hey, remember, you know, we said that, you know, we wanted to create a lot of fun and connection. And when you drink too much beer, it really makes me feel disconnected to you. So if you open a second beer, I'll go to bed instead. Yeah. And again, right, this is not an agreement. No. This is a boundary. If I say, no, you shouldn't go to bed after second beer, the conversation's over. Yeah. This this was just me politely telling you what's going to happen when you open a second beer. That's it. Because and now I, the ball's in your court. You get to choose if you open a second beer or not. And if you choose a second beer, I can't go to bed all PO'd. I got it. Okay, he chose a second beer. And that's a conversation for another day. Right now, I'm going to stick to my boundary. I'm going to stick with the agreement I made with myself. Love that. And I'm going to bed. Yeah, and I love that you said the last part because this is so important. You are, right? I am 100% responsible to uphold and follow through with my boundary. Right. And that was something that was very, very dysfunctional in our marriage for the longest time. I would, what what happens is because you don't stick with the boundaries, then it becomes a threat. Mm -hmm. If you open another beer, I'm going to go to bed. And then Eric opens another beer and I don't go to bed. So he starts being like, meh. Whatever Kate says, like, I can't trust her. It's yeah. not true. It's just noise She's not going to stick to it. Right. So it's just like, sure, sure, Kate. So then when I really, really wanted to set those boundaries, like, he wouldn't believe me. If you yell at me, I'm going to walk out of the house. And then when I'd walk out of the house, he'd follow me yelling, like, where are you going? Where are you going? And then I'd turn around. So I'm not sticking with those boundaries. Right. And that was very unhealthy in our marriage. And we really needed to learn to set those boundaries. And what we said stuck and that's point final, as we say in French. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just love that we added that last piece. I think it's really, really important, right? You are 100% responsible for your own boundaries. So as we talk about, you know, setting a healthy boundary, right? At the foundation, what a boundary is, is, you know, when Eric opens that second beer, I will go to bed. Right. That is a boundary. Right. Or when I feel my emotions escalating... I'm going to take a break and I'm going to let Eric know that I need some time to walk away. Yeah. That's yeah. an internal boundary that I set for myself. Well, you mean my internal, right? I just kind of want to like spell that out is, is the metric that you're using to measure the boundary comes from within you right? instead of external. And right? only I can measure that. Only I can feel when my anger gets to that point. Yeah. And I think, I think a big part of that we, the container that we want to create this in, right? Is not only to make sure that your boundary is specific, it's clear But you also want to make sure that the boundary is not only serving you, right, and your desired end state of where you want to move to in your life, but also serving your marriage in a healthy way, right? Because I've seen people set boundaries where it's like, well, if somebody annoys me, I cut them out of my life. That's my boundary. Right. Like, that is not a healthy boundary. No, <laughs> you know, no. That's a that's a very dysfunctional boundary. You're gonna you're gonna be lone wolfing it a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. And then and in a marriage, um, what that might look like is you know when Eric 
makes me angry, I'm going to walk away. Well, I can't walk away from every single argument. I have to sit in the fire sometimes. So I really have to think of, okay, you know, what is it about Eric getting angry that really gets to me? And then it's because eventually my, my emotions escalate and then I like fight back and then I get mean and I start throwing out mean words. So before getting there, I'm going to set a boundary. And I think keeping this simple is very important. Right. I think oftentimes we overcomplicate it, right? But really being specific and simple. Because if you have, you know, if, if you sit down right now after this podcast, you're like, I'm going to set some boundaries and you walk away with 300 new boundaries, <laughs> it's going to be very challenging. Right, right? exactly. But and if you just start with one or two simple boundaries that serve you and your marriage, it's going to be much easier to follow. Yeah, and when we say serve your marriage, it's... Um, is that boundary allowing your marriage to grow? Is yes. the boundary you're setting um, stopping your marriage from from getting you know punched in the gut? <laughs> right. So one big idea that we want you to take away here around boundaries, um, you know, Brene Brown talks a lot about this, but we really want you to understand that clear boundaries are kind. Right. Mm-hmm. Clear is kind. So. If you're able to set boundaries and follow through with them, then it's very clear for your partner where you stand. I wanted to really use an analogy to explain this idea of clear as kind, right? Mm -hmm. So somebody told me this, um, you know, a, a friend of mine, which was just when he was explaining it, I was like, oh my God, that is so profound. It makes so much sense. But what he said was, you know, public parks with fences are actually bigger than public parks without fences. Right. And when he said that, I was like, that made any sense. But what he was explaining is that if you really go to a public park where all the kids are there and the parents are there, well, if the park has a fence, the kids can run around all the way up to the fence, right? They can go up against the fence. They can wrestle against the fence. So they're really like the outside perimeter, the furthest point they can go mm-hmm. because this fence is setting a clear boundary, right? Maybe beyond the fence, there's nothing, but maybe there's a field, maybe there's a river, maybe there's a highway, right? Who knows? But what happens is when you, when the park doesn't have a fence, Typically, if you look at those parks, the kids are all huddled in the middle, right? And the parents are all hyper aware of where their kids are at all times. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should probably be aware of your kids where at all times. <laughs> Anyways, but, but if you're like me at a park with a fence, no, my kids are running wild. Um, but what happens is when the park doesn't have a fence, you're constantly trying to huddle the kids in the middle to not have them go on the outskirts. Right. Right. Because there's no clear definition. You're controlling them more. Yeah. Of what's safe and what's not. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing when it comes to boundaries in your marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. It allows you more flexibility to know exactly where you stand. So it's very clear and very secure to be able to have conversations with your partner mm-hmm. because you know where their boundaries are. So I, I just, I love that analogy when he explained it to me and this idea of clear as kind that Brene Brown talks about is so powerful in that sense. I love that. Yeah, that's great. So what we want you to try this week is to set one clear, simple boundary for yourself. So think about something that's been you know, something that usually causes you to get uncomfortable or usually usually causes you to feel discomfort, whether in your marriage or in your life somewhere. Maybe it's with a coworker or with your kids or with a friend. Think of something that's not working for you and set one clear specific boundary, remembering that formula of when this happens, I will do this action. So set one clear boundary for yourself this week and just see where that goes. Do you know what boundary you're going to set? What's that? Do you know what boundary you're going to set or you don't know yet? Oh man, I got, I got me so many boundaries. Ooh, 
I like it. I think I have a boundary. What is it? When you smack my butt, I'm going to drop your bones. Oh, jeez. Is that a healthy boundary? <laughs> Only with my consent, Mr. McDougall. 100%. All right. Yeah, I 100% agree. <laughs> we can talk about consent in another episode. <laughs> we'll wrap us up. Not really. Takes me about 20 shots to do that. So you go ahead. All right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> behind the scenes. What's happening behind the curtain? Yeah, Kate's not good with wrapping up. I talk too much. Take 276. That's pretty much it. All right. This is part of the wrap up, by the way. <laughs> um, so yeah, for everything we do, you can uh, check out the show notes or check us out at evolvemarriage.com. Um, if you feel like this is a point of contention for you guys or if you're stuck uh, when it comes to boundaries, feel free to book a coaching call with me. Happy to help you guys out. Um, but most importantly, if you know somebody who can benefit from this episode, right, who has trouble setting boundaries in their own life, please share this episode with them. Um, we need you guys to help co-create this movement that Kate and I have in order to really impact marriage all over the world, uh, lower divorce rate, and make sure that couples have a lot of joy, growth, and connection mm-hmm. in their own lives. So we love you guys, and we will see you next week. Thanks for doing that in 30 seconds or less. <laughs> That's why I'm here, just for the outro. I love Bye. You. Ha, ha, ha.